Hi, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Analyze Your Trade uh, event number 202. This is the new live charting format. And we have uh, six uh, educators and analysts uh, prepared to talk to you today. So, uh, of course, this is for uh, educational purposes only. Trading is not suitable for all people. Be sure to consult a uh, financial advisor and only trade with money you can afford to lose. And uh, all sessions are being recorded individually, and those will be available on Timing Research as soon as I can get them posted. So uh, first up is uh, Michael Katz. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to him. Yeah, thanks, David. How are you doing, guys? So, all righty. So let me just uh, get to know you a little bit, and I uh, will quickly share some of my uh, background. So are you trading? The, maybe type in the chat box. Are you trading stocks, uh, futures, commodities? Forex, what what are you usually doing in trading? Um, besides that, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, so my name is Michael. I've been trading for the last 15 years. I'm the CEO of uh, TraderPool. TraderPool is an online prop firm that fund stock uh, traders. So basically you go through evaluation phase and if you pass that, we give you funds to trade on. And yeah so so we actually the first prop online prop that made that available for uh, specifically for day trader at least for now okay so trading stocks forex and futures options alrighty so first of all feel free to drop some uh, symbols if you like me to analyze them with you i'll share some of my uh, some of my analysis on the market today and maybe a trade I made on uh, Tesla um, just before um, we started this event. We'll start with the market, uh, the NQ. So basically when I'm analyzing the charts, I'm always going first to the NQ. I'm a day trader by nature. So um, you won't see me usually go to the weekly chart or anything like that. If you want me to uh, feel free and, and I will, but for my trading, I always go to the um, 4H or maybe an hourly chart and then start my analysis from there and dive in to a one minute chart. So let's talk about uh, the NQ in the previous, in the last um, few weeks or so, I had some live trading analysis and pre-market here and there. And basically I drew this trend line. This is an NQ, the NASDAQ 100 future on an hourly chart. So I drew this uh, trend line or maybe a channel, um, you can see it pretty clearly. It bounces, the the prices bounces from the lows and the highs, broke through it, retested, broke it again, retested, and then dropped down just a few days ago to the bottom of the channel. Um, two days ago, when we had the, the data that came out, put a tail on it, went all the way up and now dropped again to the same level. So you can see it pretty clearly and, and nicely. The channel is working uh, yeah, perfectly. And right now we are playing with the 200 EMA. That's the e that's the green line here. 200 EMA exponential uh, moving average uh, that I usually working with and the channel. So we got those two uh, that help in the price, basically bounce up buyers, are buying it around the 200 EMA. Of course, I'm not the only one that have this uh, channel on the chart. So a lot of movement and it's also 12,500 
on the NASDAQ, like a round number that also help uh, bring more buyers to the table. So what we're seeing right now is that we are holding this position. And what I usually will do is basically create two scenarios that I want to um, uh, see. Uh, one of them usually occur. And as soon as I see that, I can react upon it. So let's say the first scenario will be obviously continue to the upside, trying to reach uh, those uh, previous levels. You can see it around the 13, uh, sorry, 12,800 area. And if we'll break through them, we should continue higher to the previous, uh, the upper um, uh, channel, the upper line of the channel. That's one scenario. Of course, in the in the middle, you will have a lot of uh, retest and the, all of those things. So you can buy the dip on those. The second option that looks a little bit better, in my opinion, and I'll touch on that in a second, is actually breaking the level, retest it, going back and retest the 200 EMA or maybe even the lower line of the channel. And from there, uh, continue to the downside. Now, the reason it looks a little bit better than uh, the previous than the previous option, uh, meaning going up, because we are getting a bit weaker as buyers coming in. You can see that um, when we drop, buyers held it, pushed the price higher, but didn't uh, do a lot of uh, movement to the upside. Then again, we touched uh, the trend line or the channel did move up, but not too much. So we're not seeing those movement as we saw in the previous times that we touched the channel. So the buyer's wave or or trend looks a bit weaker. We need um, a very strong momentum to push toward and basically break through this candle in order to continue to the upside. It's an hourly chart, so it could be in the next few uh, hours up to a few days. So I guess middle of uh, next week or even at the end of next week, we will figure out and see if we are if we will continue to the upside or break the channel, retest it and go down. If we will continue to the downside, of course, the first one, the first um, place or area that we want to check will be at around 12,200. That's basically a place you should find the market should find support and um, a great place to take some uh, profits off in case you entered that short of course you can trade the future you can trade in, uh, the etf the qqq or the sqqq or the tqqq or whatever or uh, you can trade big companies like tesla apple amazon google that usually will go with the market so Either way, if you understand or you find that the scenario is uh, taking form, you can, uh, again, act and execute uh, accordingly, either by taking the market or by just taking some big names, companies. Um, the S&P looking pretty much the same, but not as volatile as uh, you can expect um, comparing to the NASDAQ. Same thing here. We have. Let me see if I have it here. Yeah. So we have. Um, we have the channel. We actually have two channels in the S and P. One. Let me take the four. The four-hour chart. Okay. So we have a wider channel that we are moving in, or the other one, the um, 
the dashes that you see here, that's pretty much the same to, uh, to the NASDAQ, the one that we just saw. And you can see that we are quite, quite aggressive when it comes to the downside, because every time we pushed higher, the, the last time that we pushed higher wasn't that strong enough to really continue to the upside and uh, reach the upper level of the channel. So it will be interesting to see if we are actually holding here and pushing really higher, or actually the second scenario, as you can see, it's already, uh, I talked about it um, two days ago. So breaking, basically breaking the, the level here of the channel, retesting it and then dropping down again, uh, you can mark the, the this trend line to be one of your guidelines. So in case we will break through it and retest the area of the 41, uh, 4150, we can uh, understand if we continue to the upside, if we will continue to the upside, or um, again, reaching to this area, dropping down, breaking, retesting, and continue to the downside. So either way, when you have those uh, charts, when you have those line in front of you, it's much easier. At least for me, I saw during the during my trading years, I saw that it's much easier to execute a trade when you have it in front of you, when you have the scenario right in front of you, because mentally you can um, you understand it. You don't need to really analyze in real time and uh, make a decision in real time. You actually have uh, you prepared yourself so you know what you do and your mind is kind of set to do that so if you have those uh trend lines you can definitely work with that for the next few days maybe a week or so um the next level as you can see first we have 200 ema perfectly worked before so as we know when something worked before it should work again until it's not but you can see that around the area of the 200 EMA, buyers came in and pushed the price up every time. So first we can expect it to happen again. And if we break it, the next level should be the low of the bigger channel that we just saw. And that's around the 4,000. Either way, just trade the scenario. Don't try to uh, predict what the market will do. I always create two scenarios, one for the upside, the other uh, to the downside, and wait to see what will happen. As soon as I see that one of the scenarios is occurring, then I can act. It's much easier to trade that way. And to be honest, I, at least for me, um, but I'm pretty sure it will be for you as well, you will see better results as soon as you will start uh, shifting to that direction of creating scenarios and trade the plan, basically as soon as it occurred. So uh, that's for the S&P. Another one to look at is the VIX, the volatility index. And that's a great indicator for uh, understanding what the market, the S&P will do. As you as you probably are aware, the, the VIX and the, and the S&P are working uh, in a negative correlation. So every time the S&P is moving higher, the VIX dropping down and the opposite. And in this case, you can actually see uh, we opened with a gap up uh, yesterday on the VIX um, in a four-hour chart, and it dropped down to the $20 uh, level, held it perfectly as support, and then bounced up. So the bounce up, basically the opposite 
from this from the SP, this SP dropping down as soon as the VIX popping up. And we can understand if we can understand what's the next level for the VIX, the next resistance level for the VIX, we will see that if it will reach that level, the price of the SP will go up as the VIX will probably, because of that level, will go down. So this is the same level we had few a few months ago, around the 2150. So if we'll go there and reach the level, we should see a resistance coming from that area of the 2150s as we had previously. And that means that the VIX will drop down, which means that the S&P will go up. So when we have um, those numbers or, or at least the, those areas, we can start working and with a correlated to this SN, uh, for the SPY with the SPY, and it will be in most cases very very similar. One is uh, reaching resistance, the other support, and they switch in places. Um, maybe one more thing that you can work with is the what I'm using is the MACD MACD. Uh, I guess most of you heard of it or or tried it at least once. But the MACD is basically a, uh, combined of uh, three EMAs, three exponential moving averages. And what I'm looking for is a divergence between what the chart showing me and what the, um, and what the MACD is showing me. So basically, let's try to take a chart to see it more clearly. Let's take the, uh, the NASDAQ. Um, let's go to the 15. Okay, so for example, you can see it pretty clearly here. That's a great one to learn from. Uh, we had a nice drop and created a low. Then the MACD created as well another low. And then we had a new low right here. And the MACD, instead of creating a new low, like what the chart did, it actually created a higher low. So basically, this is then a positive deviation. And in most cases, it will indicate or could indicate of a reverse uh, movement that might occur. Obviously, as you can see, uh, it bounced up, then dropped down again, then bounced up, drop, and only then after a few weeks, or uh, it's a 15, so after a day or so, it actually started to move up. So you can work with it just to <clears throat> give you another, just to give you another extra um, like V, on your check mark, like the check mark on your list, um, that will help you understand if the price should continue to the downside or maybe flip to the upside. So you can either you can either trade it and take the reversal, or maybe not go into shorts because you see that we are you know sitting on a strong uh, support level. The MACD is uh, creating a positive uh, deviation diversions or and you also have high volume coming in at the bottom that that's usually will indicate a reversal those three elements together so what i usually do with that is looking at around the one h the hourly chart and i would look for uh those uh, kind of movement either <clears throat> sorry either positive or negative uh, diversions if i'm trying to create the scenario for the for the MACD, what we can might see again, this is only analysis. We need to see it exactly occurring in order to trade it. 
but let's say if the price of the then NQ will continue higher, right, and break through this resistance, this uh, previous high, let's say to those levels right here, and the MACD instead of breaking also through into a new high, will actually stay lower than the previous high, then we will have a negative divergence. So in this case, it might indicate that the price will reverse. So you can take that also into consideration. I really like working with the, with the MACD and the 200 EMA, um, but we do need to remember, and that's probably the most important thing when it comes to price action, is that price and volume are the keys, the key to, um, to all of it, right? The, um, uh, the EMAs, the MACD, the RSI, whatever it is that you're using, it's always will be uh, something that you will take from the price of the volume and create an indicator uh, from it. So either the the highs or the lows or the close or the open of the candle and then with volume or without it. But all the indicators that are that you are using right now are basically coming from the chart. So the price. So if you analyze the price uh, the right way, that will be much valuable um, instead of just going to chart instead of just going to indicators because I see a lot of traders have like five or even ten indicators on the charts and not really looking on the candles not not looking on the price section and that should be the opposite way you should understand the chart the volume and only then add those indicators to complete or add an extra edge to your to your trading. Hope it makes sense. Okay, so that's my analysis for the market. This is something that I do every day in order to prepare myself to the trading session. Um, again, uh, you guys are trading uh, swing or day trading? What are you usually prefer to trade, swing or day trading? Okay, I see Starbucks and uh, pound dollar. If you have more stocks, type them in, let me know. Um, one, for example, trade I made on uh, Tesla today, let me pull up the chart, um, was because I took that uh, movement of the SPY on the S&P, basically, and I saw that the, the price is sitting like we, uh, like we saw here, the price reached that 200 EMA and the lower line of the channel. So it makes sense that the price will bounce up before it will drop again or not. But the first reaction should be a bounce up. We are entering a major support level um, coming from three different uh, angles. So it makes sense that the price will bounce. So as soon as Tesla uh, began to drop at pre-market, I can understand that when we are reaching a support level, it makes sense that the price will bounce up again. And you can see some um, few uh, few par uh, param parameters sorry that supporting that besides the market that um, was in a great place to bounce up tesla already dropped from 217 all the way to 209 so it also cre uh, increased the sense that it will bounce up again doesn't doesn't mean that it will go all the way up or change the direction completely but at least a first bounce it makes sense to see we reached that 209, that's a round number. Uh, pivot point, for those of you who know what it is, if you're trading intraday, you probably are. 
So we reached that support level and you can see also the MACD, the MACD that we just talked about also created a, um, a positive uh, diversion. So you can see that the lows are moving higher while the lows in the price are moving lower, right? So new lower, a new lower low while the price creating a new uh, higher low. So you have that positive uh, deviation diversion you had the support level coming from the 209, either the, the pivot and the round number. You have the S&P or the NASDAQ uh, looking pretty good to the upside. So all of those things together combined made me uh, click and start trading, uh, buying Tesla. I actually didn't buy it at the bottom here. I missed that just because I came to the, um, a little bit uh, late to the computer. So I started to buy from this area. When it pulled back, I entered and bought more and basically sold it at the top. And, but that's something that I really enjoy and usually would prefer to do. Um, just working a lot lately on Tesla. Uh, other option is to go through the scanners, of course, and start looking for those um, stocks in play, basically. So, you know, uh, stocks that are gapping up or down because of earning reports or layoff, uh, new product, FDA approved, whatever it is. And from there, go to the chart, analyze the hourly chart, uh, put your lines, the support resistance level, create the scenario as I showed you on the NQ, for example, and then build uh, your trade intraday. All righty. So let's see uh, what you said. If you're typing a symbol, please let me know if you're uh, looking to trade it like long short swing what exactly are you looking at so i can have more information and can help you a bit more um all righty let's look at starbucks okay so i guess uh, uh most of you are, are telling me you're looking for swing trading if it's intraday like if it's day trade feel free to say it and then we'll look closely um General, generally speaking, Starbucks made a nice move uh, like, uh, in the Corona time, obviously, from 55 to 126, returned almost uh, all of it, like 70%, and bounced up again. Mm, first thing that I'm looking at is this channel that the price is uh, trading in, right? It's pretty clear that we have uh, the bottom and the top that every time we are reaching a certain level, the price is dropping down from it, either um, resistance coming from the history or basically the channel. Obviously, a lot of algos are working with uh, with trend lines and channels. So you can see in most cases, you will see a drop or a bounce when reaching a support or resistance level from an um, accurate uh, channel. A few other things that I see here, is just things that are coming in mind. So the drop in the MACD showing us weakness of buyers at this area. And we did see a drop, but most, in most cases we will see another drop uh, when it comes to a negative uh, diversion. And if we zoom in, to be honest, I don't see a lot actually. Uh, we did close that gap. I can create some scenarios and uh, work according to that. So let's say if we'll break this trend line coming from the bottom here and retest it at around 104, 
that could be a nice place to look for the downside and understand that we might have um, more room to the 95, like the 200 EMA, or even closing those gaps from uh, last November or so. That could be one scenario to look for. Of course, I'm on the daily chart. We will drop to the hourly chart in a second. Mm, going higher, we only have this uh, nice resistance at around 117. So that's plenty of room to the upside as well. And also, if we'll close the gap, we still got 119 or so. Yeah, so we have plenty of room, both scenarios up and down. I don't see a place to enter at the moment. Either way, even if it will continue to the upside uh, and, you know, run in one day to the 117 or so, I don't see a specific point to enter the trade. Look a little bit bearish, maybe to drop, to take some uh, liquidity out and then bounce up. But to be honest, I don't have any, I don't have a lot to say about uh, Starbucks at the moment yet. The version, you bought a put spread two days. Okay, okay. Well, maybe what I would have uh, uh, created, uh, like the scenario is either taking that short if we will drop below the, the trend, the trend line after uh, retesting it, or waiting to buy the dip around the 100 level when we will close the gap. So, and try to play on um, around that. But those are like short moves, like uh, com comparing to taking it for like uh, a month or so. That should be pretty quick moves. Let's see the one hour, like an hourly chart to see if there is anything there as well. Uh, whenever I'm analyzing, I always play with the, the time frame in case I don't see something uh, in one place. Like, uh, let's say the daily chart, I will go to a 1H or... A, or a 4H, and then try to see if some something that you usually missed from the daily chart. Mm, but to be honest, I don't see anything besides that. Again, that's a nice negative uh, correlation between the MACD and the price, but mm, nothing to write home about. And that's fine too. Sometimes you can leave the stock and let it uh, work a little bit more until you decide what to do. That's also good. Okay, let's see what else. Um, Roku, great move after earnings. Roku, 490 all the way to 50. You can only see those move when trading stocks. You won't see a, a pair of Forex doing those kind of moves. Okay, great uh, trend line that it, it broke um, lately. Retest uh, the area of... Um, this like a sideway area that we had and now pushing higher on the daily chart. What I see is a short opportunity, maybe, again, maybe a, uh, a small move. I don't know if a small move, but a short-term move will be more uh, accurate. And uh, we see that the price is moving pretty rapidly to the upside, going all the way to the, maybe to the 200 EMAs. And you can also see the MACD coming a little bit weaker than what we expect in this kind of move, right? The closes are getting a bit weaker. We already broke through kind of nicely on the price. We broke through the, uh, the previous high, but the MACD is way lagging. 
So what I would expect to see, like that's, I would love to see that we will reach the 200 EMA while the MACDs continue to uh, showing us weakness. So basically, let's do this. So you will see the price reaching 200 EMA. You will see the MACD reaching something around here. So it will be something like that. And then it will be, and you should see a very high volume coming in when we'll reach that 200 EMA. If you'll get those three options together, those three parameters, that could be a great way to place your short. And it's also will be, I guess, a round number or you know this type of support around the, the 80, 79, 80, something like that. So that could be a great, um, yeah, a great place to look for at least a dip until uh, we reach again those support levels at around at around 63 or so, or maybe entering the gap and then cover the short, look for the upside again. And the the beautiful thing about trading, it doesn't matter if you're doing swing, but of course in day trading, is that you can play both ways and you don't really have to you know, wait for until it makes a, re a really strong move to the upside and, and only then look for a short opportunity because it depends obviously depends on your style and um, and yeah what you're looking to get in trading and what you like to do but you can easily short those small movement and buy those small movement and once in a while you'll have a long term uh, trade that will actually made make um, a very strong move but in these cases uh, like what I do in, in day trading, I, I just look to trade the next level. So so if I'm taking that short on Roku, that could be a great move to the downside all the way to the 68 or maybe even closing the gap at around 63. And that's it. That's fine. That's the short trade. And now I can wait or um, just close that trade, get to the point when I have enough confirmation to the long trade. So I can see, let's say, it dropped down and uh, and close that gap. I can see that it's holding right now. It's holding the position, and now I can go long again and try to break through the level. So feel free to play with it because that's one of the the edge edges that we have when it comes to trading. We can go both ways. So that's uh, Roku. Let's say uh, the hourly chart just. Uh, interesting to see beautiful held it beautifully beautifully at the um, 200 ema uh, i see a, i see an open gap here small one at around 84 but that could be also um place maybe to go with your stop loss to uh, uh, that level so let's say if the price will reach the 200 ema from the daily chart maybe we'll break through it intraday but we leave a tail at around 84 so like a shooting star that could be also a place to mark your stop loss interesting very interesting uh, Roku to watch for uh, the last the next uh, few days Etsy okay kind of looking like Starbucks at it to be honest um, maybe a bit weaker but same chart you know a sideway with a little bit of trend up uh, negative uh, and diversion here 
not a lot to do with. We do have this resistance level at 149, 150-ish. Either breaking through it, retesting it, and continue to the upside, or a better option for me at least, uh, that would be a too stiff of a trend line, and that's too far. So yeah, not a lot that I can tell about uh, Etsy on a daily chart at least. If we go to the 1H, we can create some scenario that we will break this area of the 130, 125-ish. So let's say if we'll drop, break that, retest those levels, and from there continue to the downside, maybe even to the one, uh, 110. Obviously, all of, um, either way, the you know swing trading is very much, unless you found a specific stock that really disconnected from the market, in most cases, it will correlate with the S&P or the NASDAQ. So definitely uh, look at the NASDAQ and the S&P first, and then only uh, decide if you're going in or not. But obviously, 70-80% of, of those stocks will move with the market. Okay, MPC, right. So uh, we can look at also... Um, you know, if, we, if we're talking about, uh, I saw one of you guys uh, wrote uh, DVN and S, like um, energy companies. And we can see that the, when we try to trade, um, especially in the, in, in the industry of the, the energy sector, when we try to, when we want to trade uh, a stock coming from the energy sector, you really want to pay attention to the energy and of course the, uh, the oil as well. The, the future, the crude oil, because those stocks have usually will have a very tight correlation between what the, the master is doing and what they will do. Obviously, you can see it in all sectors, but specifically in energy, you will see it much more when the energy is dropping, they are all going together. They have this... Um, uh, really tight correlation. So, of course, you can in the XLE, the energy ETF, you can, of course, uh, mark the this um, trend line that might be... Let's try to redraw a channel with that. I usually like to do, draw a perfect channel, like really parallel, um, but I don't see it at the moment. So you do have this trend line that you can work with. We are on the daily chart, so plenty of room to this uh, lower trend line. We didn't break through the eye, so we're still uh, looking pretty similar in the MACD and the chart. You can draw the, this trend line from the highs and wait to see if it retest it, break through it and retest it and go higher. Um, but I guess we should go to the crude oil and analyze that in order to get in the full picture. 200 EMA in this case, not doing a lot. Let's see it in the weekly chart as well. Right, so we break through it. Okay, not yet. So we do have this resistance level at around 95 that we didn't reach it yet. So an interesting scenario will be uh, moving higher to the 95 uh, resistance area, 95, 90, uh, 98. And from there, look for the downside in uh, XLE and obviously other stocks as well. So we still got room to do that, but make sure you're not missing the resistance from the 95, 98, 
because a lot of stock as soon as we'll reach that you will probably see a lot of stocks dropping down so um you could either create a scenario on one of those stocks like uh, dvn s and the others that uh, as soon as the xle will reach resistance they will drop and you can take them for example or other stocks that you will find in the sector of the energy that looks pretty good to the downside and it just need the actually to reach the resistance in order to uh, drop down so try to correlate your play with that uh, from this specific place i don't see anything to do at the moment maybe maybe if we will drop to the support level of the trend line or to the 70s and then uh, look for buying the dip going up to the resistance and then dropping again we need to remember that price is always moving um, magneting to uh, those levels of liquidity uh, support resistance supply demand uh, doesn't matter uh, which one trend lines or indicator or just historical uh, price gaps and all of those and basically we, so when we understand that we can expect the price to reach the 95 or the 98 because that's a liquidity place that the market would like to go to now, now we don't know how they will go to, so it could drop, take some liquidity from the bottom and go all the way up and then reach it, or maybe just a quick pop to the upside, reaching uh, those levels and then drop. And the only thing we have to do is wait for either way, either a drop to the 70s would be a great buying opportunity. I don't know if it will go all the way to the 95, at least when we reach the 70s, but but that could be a great place to look for at least to you know going all the way up to the 80s uh, like 80 82 or so um and if we continue you know that you have enough place to go all the way to the 95 or the 98 because that's the next major resistance level but this is what i would usually look for just bouncing from those levels and understand what next um what is the next major liquidity area that the market probably would like to achieve and then build a scenario uh, around this. Okay, Apple, we're on a weekly chart, not a safe territory for me. Uh, but yeah, we have this uh, nice trend, nice trend line. It's actually, we can uh, almost a perfect channel. Yeah, we can work it like this. And right now we, you know, reaching or getting closer to the upper level. So of course we, can expect a resistance level at around 160 but we still got five dollars uh, to go but let's go to the 1h it will be easier to see some activities oh that's actually a, a great thing to learn from first of all we know we can mark the levels here and maybe even create it as a channel yeah that could be a, a good one to uh, mark on apple on our hourly chart and this is something you want to keep an eye on we had the report a few days ago and look at the volume coming in of course when it comes to a report you usually will see a high volume but in most cases when we have high volume coming in after already after we made a nice move we can expect um for a potential reversal it doesn't have to be uh, right at the first candle and the first high volume it could be another leg to the upside and then uh, the shift but uh, this is one nice uh, indicator or, or signal 
that uh, you can watch for. So let's say if we will break through the previous high, reaching the, uh, those levels of the uh, 60, 85, 185, looking great to the downside. First of all, we have this area of 185, then we have the gap open at 160 and maybe, maybe the 163. So going higher to those levels, getting uh, resistance from those levels, MACD will create a, a, a diversion, a negative diversion. You will see another volume coming in, a strong volume coming in that will be higher than the previous one. And from there, a nice uh, short, maybe to the downside, all the way to the um, lower level of the channel. That would be a great scenario to watch for. Uh, other option, if the market will drop, then we might test this, the the previous support from the trend line, bounce a little bit from it, then break it, retest it, and drop again. That could be also a great scenario, closing this gap at around 150, 145 or so, reaching the 200 EMA as it held uh, support and, and acted as uh, resistant previously. It should react again, and that could be also a great move uh, on Apple. Either way, so either waiting for the short from those levels or shorting it as it break and retest the um, trend line. It's like a five, seven dollar move um, when it comes to breaking it and retesting it. Alrighty. So uh, I see that you have a little bit more, but uh, we're coming to the end of the session. Hope you had a good, uh, good session, and hope I uh, gave you a little bit things to. Um, things to think about. Uh, let me drop the URL for Trade the Pool if you guys are interested in um, checking us out. Like I said before, uh, Trade the Pool is an online platform that funds stock day traders. At the moment, day traders, we are working on a uh, possibility for swing trading as well. It will come uh, hopefully in the next month. And basically what you do is go through evaluation phase, if you pass it, we give you fund. You trade with us and split the profit, simply as that. Um, so you should definitely check us out. And of course, um, we have 14 days free trials. So you know, just go ahead, sign up. No uh, credit card needed or anything like that. That's it, guys. Thanks so much. See you next time, David.